This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Name, image, and likeness is a big deal around the country, and people spend way too much time thinking about it, being angry at it, when they should just let it be. Uh, I think there's a, a good song by that name. Anyway, Brian Murphy, it's his beat from WRAL.com, WRAL sports investigative reporter at Murph's Turf on Twitter joins us. And I'm actually reading, uh, looking at your article right now at WRAL.com, sir. And uh, I what I first, th- first thing I need you to do is explain. I know there is a state senator who wants Governor Roy Cooper to essentially uh, get rid of his executive order, which created some parameters from name, image, and likeness. So first explain what the rules and regulations are that Governor Cooper enacted through his his, uh, executive order. They're not, not, well, thanks for having me on. They're not very, uh, there's not very many of them. Uh, they just sort of like set the boundaries. There's a lot of may language there. So uh, may language in legislative talk means you don't have to do it, but right. you're allowed to do it. Uh, different than shall language. Um, <laughs> you know, but there are some things in there that like schools cannot directly compensate athletes, um, which seems like a reasonable rule. But now Arkansas is requiring that if a school uses an athlete to for publicity, so they put Drake May on a poster or right. Terquavion Smith on a billboard, they would have to compensate that athlete. Um, and, and what the state senator is saying is basically the other states are going much more permissive, much more looser, and this executive order, which at the time seemed pretty reasonable, is is now actually putting North Carolina schools at a disadvantage. All right, well, just to uh, just to address that, I think that's fair. If the university uses them, the athletes, in advertising, I think it's fair that those athletes should be compensated. What? So, I mean, far be it for me to uh, agree with that, but I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, Senator Gailey was sort of taking a side on it one way or the other. She, she comes at it from a competitive standpoint saying North Carolina schools need to be as competitive as as schools in Michigan or Kentucky or Florida or, or you name it. And, and now States are getting, I think, I think the Oklahoma bill basically says, you can do whatever you want with NIL, and the NCAA uh, can go pound sand if they don't like it. Like but, they have, they can't even open an investigation into something that an Oklahoma school does when it involves NIL. But here's here's the thing about it: is that that seems to me to be the perfect name, image, and likeness scenario. Like you're actually <laughs> performing a service. So the company in this case happens to be the athletic department or the university. So I don't see why that's a problem. Right. And I, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't know if anyone does think it's a problem, but it is explicitly um, prohibited in the executive order. Oh, okay. Then yeah, uh, let's, that, let's, that, let's burn that, it. Right. That governor Cooper put it, put in place. So it says that, you know, schools cannot compensate f- directly, you know, their, their student athletes. I mean, there are other things like some schools are, you know, directly facilitating these deals. Um, Whereas and and that's sort of frowned upon by the, both the NCAA right. and the executive order. Now some you know now states are are permitting their schools to do that. So it, it is kind of the wild west in a lot of ways. And and states, what most states have realized is like the NCAA doesn't have any rules. So by us putting in a rule, 
Um, we are we're actually limiting our schools because there are no rules on from the NCAA side. So whatever rules the states put in are limiting. It, you know, they're not they're not jiving with what the NCAA is doing. Brian Murphy is joining us here, WRAL Sports investigative reporter uh, here on the Adam Gold Show. I've I've been from from the very beginning. Every time I heard the word guardrails, it made my skin crawl because we don't. I, I'm I am of the mind that we do not need any guardrails all guardrails are to me is a euphemism for we don't want the athletes to make money that's that's what it means to me maybe i'm taking too much of a hard line look at it uh but the whole reason why the universities and the ncaa have spent so much money on k street in dc is because they want to limit the earning potential of these kids Right, and and you know Charlie Baker, the new NCAA president, wants a federal federal right. guardrails in, in in large part to to stop states from doing exactly what you know Alabama, Arkansas, and Oklahoma, and Colorado are doing right now. In some ways, his case may actually be strengthened because now we can say, look, we've got now we have fifty different you know fifty different right. sets of guidelines. The only way we can solve this problem is with a federal law. His hand may actually be strengthened, but. If anyone's paid any attention to Congress, and I, I used to cover the dysfunction up there, there there's no <laughs> chance that Congress is going to ride in and save the day for the NCAA on this. There, there, there's just no chance of, given the majority, the slight majorities in both chambers, given the fact that there's divided government, they, they are not going to be able to pass anything that helps the NCAA out. This, this is going to be a state issue, a state-by-state issue. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it shouldn't even be that. It should be we, sh- what, we shouldn't be wasting time. I mean – let me. I, I realize it sounds weird, but Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan. If you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. If if athletes get money to go somewhere, who does it? Who's who's hurt? <laughs> I mean, it's the ultimate right. victimless problem here. Well, I think I mean I think what you're seeing happen at Colorado with, with Deion Sanders, uh, and and you know I think 60, 60 players have left the program. I mean, you're starting to see this is professional sports. If you're not yeah. good enough, coaches are getting rid of you. The trade-off for that is is you should be able to make more than your name image, you know, more than your tuition and books. Yeah. But I think, I mean, where we're ultimately headed is some sort of, of employee, employer, and, and they may not call it that, but some sort of bargaining where the players have certain rights, the schools have certain rights, and it's all spelled out in a contract, and, and, and you negotiate it. I, th- I think that's where all of this is headed, and how quickly, how quickly we get there is probably all that's left to be determined. Well, I th- you you may be right on that, and it is. I think it's telling that one of the first things that is listed among the uh, the needs or the wants of the NCAA when they lobby Congress is please uh, I'll, uh, give us a law that says college athletes cannot be employees. Can they, because they want if they wanted prohibited. 
that they can be employees. Like I think there is, and the notion that uh, Charlie Baker or other people have talked to college students and and they can come out with they don't want to be employees, I think is naive. They, I'm sure they have spoken to one college athlete who doesn't want to be, and just like the NFL used one year of data to to determine that artificial turf and natural grass were essentially a wash when it comes to injuries, even though decades or a, a full decade of data says otherwise. Um, you know, one one player doesn't want to be an employee. Well, I guess the none of the athletes want to be employees. That doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, I, I think there's. I mean, I, and this came up in, in one of the congressional hearings. There is some concern among you know non football, non men's basketball athletes that. If you turn it into an employee-employer relationship, what happens to softball? What happens to, to track and field? Those are certainly issues that at some point will need to get worked out. I mean, I, I think it's telling. California has a bill in its state legislature right now that would require revenue sharing with student-athletes. Yeah, uh, The NCAA has come out dra- dramatically against that bill. Um, of course. It cause all kinds of problems. So, I mean, you can see where this is headed, and you can see the NCAA is going to fight you know, all it can to, to stop stuff like from that, like that from happening. Oh, there's, there's no question. When Matt Brown suggested that we should have a salary cap, remember, you know, what, three yeah. weeks ago. Right. And I, th- and I thought, boy, let's play the game. Let's, let's just kind of play this out. Matt Brown wants a salary cap. All right. So with a salary cap, the players get a certain percentage of the revenue across professional sports. So are they willing to do that? And once you once you just start there, you realize, oh no, they're going to back off the salary cap thing. Well, yeah, I mean, what's funny to me is, uh, you know, you've seen all these senior quarterbacks. We saw it with Devin Leary. We saw it with Sam Hartman transfer rather than try to go the undrafted free agent route or get picked late in the NFL draft. And what the NILs or the collectives are using as as like how much should these guys make for coming to our school is what they would make if they were like a sixth round pick or a seventh round pick. Right. So like they're, they've already started putting in sort of a salary structure for these players. What's a senior transfer quarterback worth? Well, he's basically <laughs> worth what a seventh round pick is worth right now. Um, it, it's, it's funny how the, it's already starting to create a salary structure. What's a left tackle worth? I mean, we, we are, they already have created that um, for college football. Final thing for Brian Murphy at Murph's Turf on Twitter, WRL Sports Investigative Reporter. Just to bring it back to where we started, what are the chances that the executive order is rescinded? Yeah, what I found interesting, and it's in that story of both NC State and North Carolina, I called both of them. They both seemed willing to talk and then decided they were not going to comment. The governor's office says nobody's asked him to rescind the offer. Sure. Uh, rescind the order, but I get the sense that this is an issue that's bubbling up under the surface, and and if they start losing recruits because of this, or other states start passing laws, I, I think we may see some movement on it. Over over y- being over using the players in advertising, I don't think anybody's going to lose recruits over that, but um, I do think it is a fairness issue for the athletes if you use them in advertising. That's basically what the whole thing is built on. Selling somebody's jersey in the store and not getting anything for it, using them in the promotion and advertising for the school seems like you don't have to pay them a lot, but you should be compensated something. Uh, I, I would, I would compensate you if I. Maybe we should have you do a commercial for this show. I, I have a heavy, heavy nil retainer fee. 
So. Okay, we have T-shirts. It's all we're paying, though. We have Adam <laughs> Goldshow T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you working cheap. Brian Murphy, WRL Sports Investigative Reporter. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, Adam. You got it. Brian Murphy here on the Adam Gold Show. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new Go Carry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the Go Carry app, you can easily connect to gocarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the Go Carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go carry. Where getting there is just a tap away.